Cucumber. Yeah, so we were sitting in here. Who was here with us? It was Kaylee Bishop. And, she, and Dan says, Matthew, can I get a clap? One more clap. And then I clap. And then and then he's like, no, I just need one clap. And then all three of us are like, just clap. <laughs> Dan's over there like he's... Weatherford, Oklahoma. Yeah. My dad lived in Oklahoma City for a while. Yeah. A couple years. And that was really all the time I spent up there. I spent a lot of my childhood in Oklahoma City, too. Though. Bricktown. Bricktown. Yeah. I play a weekly weekly show there. Yeah. At, uh, JJ's Alley. Cool. It's a little tiny. It's like, it's a hole in the wall, but it's, a, it's like a shotgun bar. Yeah. It's real long and skinny. Two floors. Used to be real smoky, but now they quit smoking. Now they, they can't smoke inside out. anymore. Thank God. Shut the door. <laughs> okay. I turned down the air. Thank you. For you, so you don't sweat and get all glistening. I glow. Yeah. You mind moving that? I know menopause is a thing for you now. Ooh. <laughs> Manopause, huh? Manopause. So listen to what Jason Breed and I discovered, Dr. Breed. So, and I want this on the podcast. Tell me what y'all think about this. So Dr. Breed has always wanted to have something named after him. He's real big on breeds, like, breeds disease. Yeah, breeds disease, all this. So y'all know who Sam Elliott is? Yeah, I do. Great voice, yeah. beautiful mustache, mm-hmm. right? Do you think Roadhouse? You think Great Big Tombstone? Up. Or Tombstone, yeah. Been a lot of things. Well, he shaved his mustache off, and me and Bree were just looking at how different, like, people with lifelong mustaches, once they shave, he goes, yeah, this area here is just so long. Like, I said, yeah, that's your facial taint. The the space between your nose and your mouth. And I said, we could call it Breeds. Breeds taint. (laughs) So on that one, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is our last shot of the birthday Podcast day. We are going to be drinking Texas whiskey, which is made in Fort Worth, Texas. Handsome Dan. Yes. Fort Worth. In Fort Worth, Fort Worth, Fort Worth, Texas. And we are blessed to have another great friend of mine who's a musician, Mr. Ben Brock. Ben, pull up your yeah. glass and cheers. Thank you for sleeping around yeah, with Dr. Fellas. Brandon cheers. and Matthew. Mm. Thanks for having me. <clears throat> That's good stuff. That's good stuff. Got a little, got a little hit. Just right at the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Woo. How you feeling? Good? Yeah, I'm yeah. good, dude. Episode yeah, number four. Yeah, episode number four. <laughs> you need a little help with that. For the day. And we had a we had a good time last night, didn't we, Mr. Brock? A little too too much fun. Is there any such thing? No, there's not. So uh let's just jump in uh this way. Ben Brock, I have known you over a decade at least. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um Ben, um in some of the earlier podcasts, you hear his name get brought up quite a bit with a good friend of mine named Kyle Carter, another uh, gentleman by the name of CJ. And uh, Ben is just an amazing musician. I have always been a fan of his, uh, but I'm more of a fan of the person. Uh, Ben um, is mutual friends with someone who I hold near and dear and they love him. uh, Casey and Raina cop. Not only can Ben sing, he's very talented, but he's also, in the DME CPAP business. Really? Yeah. And, and we're going to talk about that a little bit. I had bit. no idea. Yep. We're going this to talk- is news to me. That's right. You know, you can do a little prep before yeah. <laughs> before the shows. <laughs> Just a little. I mean, I told you he was coming. You could have Googled his music. and I did look up a YouTube uh, on some music. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So hey, yeah. I got to ask I don't you. know. There's some of those YouTubes that I got out there that are... Uh, Probably not very good. Yeah, that's I, I saw some of those live little shots. intoxicated too. Yeah. So, <laughs> but you were handsome when you were a younger boy. You were handsome. Well, I saw I'm those not handsome pictures. anymore. I didn't say I so said you're a handsome man. <laughs> <laughs> handsomer, handsomer, handsomer. What were we gonna say? My hat. What were you gonna say? I'm yeah. just a little more rounder than I used to. You be. know, that's everybody it. else who wears their hat wears it normally, and, yep. and you got this little ear tuck yep. thing going on. Yep. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. What's going on with that? I, I've always. Uh, Ben's known me quite a while. Um, growing up in his ears. No, no, no. Cause I played baseballs. No, I just like being a little different. Yeah. 
uh, when everybody was wearing Wranglers and boots and stuff, I always wore shorts and um, Converse. I mean, I, I don't know if it's just me yeah. trying to be different. Yeah. The hat thing came about another great friend of ours, Andrew Nankus. Mm -hmm. um, uh, we were in Key West drinking, and I put a hat on like this just because I may have been intoxicated over my ears. And Is it because your ears are big? Or? Yeah, well, I've always. No, no, I just, I just, I'm going to tell you the story. Okay. And, and Andrew goes, man, why do you wear your hats like that? I go, wear my hats like what? He goes, well, I said, well, I burned my ears the other day because we might have been in the pool all day. Oh, uh, sunburn. Right. Yeah. And so now it's just natural. There's just no more Right. But it's just natural. And I just they wear it like of, that. No, you probably should keep wearing it like yeah, that. Yeah, and it kind of does. It's kind of a good look, right, handsome man? It it reminds me of the I, I don't know what the brand is called, but you know the guy, the little kid who's like taking a piss, like the sticker that people put on Calvin their car. Calvin and Hobbes. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I I don't know. I don't know. It's it's Calvin like, and Hobbes. I'm from the side profile. Yeah. It's very low, and yeah. you look like a like a cartoon. Well, yeah. thank you. You, you wear your hat like a cartoon. It's very well, thank you. Very, so I, see, other people would be offended. I'm, well, I'm, I'm planning I'm, on making a sticker and a whole thing out of it. So I'm wondering what else you talk. Whoa, hey, so let's jump into the podcast. So <laughs> your friend, man. He was that guy at the party in high I'm school sure that did was. the tech. Huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I uh, you know it's, <laughs> it's an old baseball baseball thing. Um well again, thank you for being yeah, here, brother. Thank so you, guys. you uh Appreciate when did you fly into Texas? And tell us where you're from. I apologize. I'm from Oklahoma City. That's right. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Uh born and raised Oklahoma. Uh lived in St. Louis for a little bit, but Mm -hmm. five years but other than that oklahoma so oh, okay yeah. and so we flew you in when uh thursday thursday, thursday. into houston <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 and played a gig out there in seabrook yeah right on the water it was beautiful beautiful what it was that? what was it called barge 295 and I apparently is this is the last weekend that it's open yeah apparently we we did their closing party i guess oh, boy. <laughs> was, but it was beautiful out there it's right? packed too yeah it's good and then uh, y'all rented a car, I'm assuming, drove over and did a, we did a gig last, I said, we, like I played, sorry. I was at your gig last that's night right, yeah. outside of Austin. Hayes City Store. Hayes City, boy, that's a beautiful venue. It is, yeah. It takes you about a, you know, uh hour to get out there because mm -hmm. we didn't drink and drive, we did Uber. That's so, right. So, man, yeah. it, it was a haul to get out there. Yeah, it was. But you played good I music. took a little nap on the way out there in the front seat of the Uber. That boy. I didn't plan on falling asleep, I just They did. let you in the front seat? Yeah, <laughs> we had an Uber driver. Were you with us in the Uber in um, yeah, yeah. In Dallas? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He was. He was like, "Yeah, no, you can't sit in the front." Yeah. And I, well, where do you want him to sit? Like, yeah, well, there's a lot of people like that with, since COVID, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, yeah. it's crazy. We did wear a mask, though. We had to wear a mask in there. No. Yeah. Okay. Well, you're welcome to Austin. Yeah. That's yeah. what they do here. So, uh, <laughs> played some music. Played some music. Now we have you on the podcast. So, I've been a fan of your music. Uh, for a while, brother, tell me a little bit about growing up in Oklahoma and how the hell you got started okay. playing honky tonks and country music. Uh, my dad would definitely be the the reason why I play music. Uh, he taught me how to play guitar. Well, he started me out with three chords. He taught me G, C, and D, and and then he said you'll figure it out from there. So, <laughs> uh, but I got a th th I got three brothers and. Uh, <clears throat> And my dad always jokes about it, but he says that out of all four of us, he thought that I would be the last one that would actually stick with it. Mm -hmm. And then his joke is that, and now you're better than I am, is what he says. But, <laughs> oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah. Uh, my dad's a sweetheart. But he, uh, yeah, he taught me. I was a late bloomer. I didn't start till I was like 19 years old whenever I started playing guitar. Really? Most, yeah. Most people, I think, start, at least that I've heard, and they start real young. But wow. Yeah, I was 19. And then, um, since then, since I was 21, I've been doing it professionally. So Yes, you yeah. have, brother. You've been all over. About three three gigs a week, averaging three gigs a week for the last 15 years or so, 20 years. So. Wow. Yeah. So I'm going to tell you something right now. This guy is a road warrior, so I'm sure that COVID, did that play? Uh, uh, you know, we've been talking to artists about mm -hmm. that. That I know we still have COVID, but uh, that March 2020, time frame up until I meant were you not doing gigs there for a while there was I guess or just private shows are we like it was like three months three or four months that I didn't do uh shows which is not as long as a lot of people were out for like a year or so yeah right of course I was doing uh the live streams which are really awkward honestly I, I yeah. don't really yeah. like those but yeah. I saw you do a couple 
Yeah, did, did the live streams. Uh, they were cool, though. They ended up, I mean, it definitely helped uh, as far as the streaming process, like your Instagram feed and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And you got more followers from right. that. Uh, and I should have been doing a live stream a long time ago, probably. But it's just weird when you don't have a reaction from anybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we, like, we were doing courses uh, through webinars and Zoom and stuff like that. Yeah. And, and it was so awkward because you're sitting there talking. There's 86 people watching or listening. Mm-hmm. You can see some faces here and there if you're looking at the little camera deals. But you like, are they listening? Are, you know, they, yeah. are they laughing at your jokes? You mm-hmm. know, you know, you just don't know. It's well, Brandon, I could tell you that they weren't, they laughing, weren't laughing at your jokes. I, I get I it. Yeah. yeah. So, well, that sounds like a positive that came out of it, right? Kind of learned. Yeah, it was. Okay. Yeah. So are you still doing live streams? No, I haven't done any live streams. Okay. Uh, I need to get on it. I kept telling myself I was going to do at least do once a week or something right. like that. It's just so, cause there's a lot of people that still aren't really going out and uh, they miss the live stream part of it too. So, well, I will say this. And again, uh, for those of you watching on YouTube, like, and subscribe, please. For those listening on iTunes, um, uh, what, what do they call that Dan on iTunes? On iTunes, it would be great if you could leave us a review uh, and give us a five star review. If you don't think it's worth five stars, you can just not give us a review. That'd be you great. Go fuck okay. yourself. Yeah. 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 Wow. <laughs> I didn't know they had that. Fuck all y'all yeah. motherfuckers. Yeah. That's yeah. what this has yeah. for. <laughs> so, uh, but no, but your um, my point to our audience is that man, your social media is awesome. Uh, uh, you always update it. You know where you're going to be. Um, it seems like you have a pretty good connection on on that side of it too, huh? Yeah, uh, the social media part of it, it's, uh, I used to hate it, honestly, that's the, mm-hmm. but that's 80% of it, honestly, uh, 80% of it is is the business part of it, about 20% is the the talent, I think. And, and No, really? Well, you got to work your ass out, you, you guys know exactly what I'm talking about yep. with the podcast and everything, but yep. uh, uh, yeah, and I've gotten a little better at making flyers and stuff, digital flyers and stuff, which I never thought I'd ever be yep. able to do, but. Um, now, do you manage all your own social media? I do everything stuff? myself. Everything yeah. yourself. Yeah. Yep. All your, if it, if it's posted, it's coming authentic. It's coming from, from me. Yeah. yeah. So and Brandon I doesn't to... understand that. So let, let me fill you <laughs> in. I was I was going to ask that same question, and if you need help, I'm here for you. There you go. I, I, all right. There we go. Serious, yeah. Handsome Dan. So no, Brandon yeah. doesn't. He um, and it's, we joke about it now, but he has an assistant, Dan, who is amazing. You got Dan, and he doesn't know his accounts and stuff. Dan okay. taught me how to do a QR code. That must be nice. <laughs> oh, wow, did he really? Yeah. yeah. Well, for, first Dan sends me. I said, Dan, you know those like things that you point your camera at yeah. and then it does a thing? He goes, QR code? Yeah. I said, yeah, can we make, how do you make one of those for the podcast? Yeah. And he sends me a link on how to make one. And I was like, um, so he, yeah. let me rephrase. Uh-huh. Can you just make me one that I can show people? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so so I just saved it on my phone. So now when I me see too. people, I just me go too. here, do just show, point your thing yeah. at this. Right. Yeah. And, and your phone too. And yeah. Uh, yeah, so. I do the, I do the, that, uh, QR code deal. I don't know if you saw at the shows, yeah. but mm-hmm. I have a, yep. It's big. Uh, yeah, yours. Yeah. Linktree is what I use or whatever. Uh-huh. It's free. And it's literally, if you go to the QR code, you can do visual, you can do uh, virtual tips and then uh, my website and uh, bands in town and all that stuff that I do uh, to promote my music and stuff is all on one one page, honestly. Yeah. yeah. You know, there's the a, a, a brotherhood um, that I, it's so fun. Like, uh, Brent and I played college sports, right? We played sports growing up. Mm-hmm. And, kind of have this brotherhood what i've loved about this scene that you guys have welcomed me in um there just seems to be a brotherhood yeah uh watching you guys play last night and cj coming back um mm. we hug each other that's what we do yeah. uh, we tell each other we love each other and it's uh man it's taught me so much uh people down in, in different areas of my life i told brandon i love him once he's like you know probably like why do you say that it's this whole group of people that that we both know that it's just like a brotherhood that I can't describe. When yeah. did all that start, man? Uh, for me personally, uh, so whenever I started playing music, uh, I guess that was uh, like 2000, I guess, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I started playing music in, in Oklahoma City, um, the there was not that brotherhood at all in Oklahoma City. And that was kind of my goal. And I, I think whenever I moved to St. Louis for five years, that's when I really started playing music. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I miss home and I miss my dad. And mm-hmm. he was he was back home. So I wanted to come home. And uh, and my goal coming home was to kind of be somebody that kind of starts that brotherhood thing and help everybody out. And 
and book gigs for people mm-hmm. and not, I mean, I don't even take commission, but if somebody hits me up and wants a gig and if I have it, I'll give it to you, you know? So, so that's your uh, reputation. So, uh, I'm not here to surprise. And now you there's a lot of people like that in Oklahoma city, no, but they, and, they credit and, you. And all around, it's, yeah. it's like, you know, um, uh, you're in it. It's a selfless business now where before it was like cutthroat. Don't go watch him tonight. Right. Watch me. And it just seems like there's, well, we're going to be more successful if like we do a, it together as a family, man. Yeah. And it is, it really is. feels like a family music family for real. Well, so. I'm telling you it's, it's working. So, um, I, Kyle I, Carter's yep. well, huge example of that. Yeah. Obviously. Yep. So. Yep. And well, we, and I think it's important to kind of set the tone for, for the future, maybe younger musicians coming up. I mean, it kind of sets the tone for, Hey, this, mm-hmm. this is how we do things. This it's not a competition to say, you know, and, yeah. and, um, you know, when they see that and they feel that it's easier for them to kind of jump in line and follow suit yeah, and definitely kind is. of pay it forward. And, you, you know, Brandon was not shocked by this, but we had, were talking in another podcast set where, where I grew up, uh, singing was cool. Yeah. You know, when I was in high school, dancing and singing uh, and all that <laughs> dang right and uh so you know again uh probably outside of garth brooks and kyle carter uh cross canadian ragweed yep. is probably the most known uh, sure. that came out of there and again it's all about this family atmosphere that i just love um you know that i'm a heavy metal head mm-hmm. i met people who are in my life they know that what i prefer to listen to is rock and roll and stuff but it's what draws me into uh this scene I don't even know how to label it, red dirt country or whatever. I just call it music. Right. It is that. It's that passion for each other, helping each other, uh, the loves, the hugs and stuff. So, man, uh, I wanted to honor you today and let you know that, uh, man, you're one of like the founders of that, bro. Um, a lot of my friends uh, that you know, man, that's what they say about you behind your back, dude. You're a good man. You're honest. That's and awesome. um, So it's an honor to have you on here. Um, also, we talk about sleep, and I know that you um, – can talk about sleep, mm-hmm. not probably to the level of doctor no, here, no, but, but so um, Brandon, ask him some questions on how he got involved in sleep. Yeah. And that'll bring another music thing around. I had cool. no idea. So, you know, your side hustle sounds like it's a sleep business. Yeah. Yeah. I'm working, uh, I work 30 hours a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, my boss is a musician as well. The guy that owns the company I work for, mm-hmm. Philip Zellner with Madison Medical. Okay. Lance Madison is yep. another one. Uh, We've had Philip on well. our podcast. Yeah. Have you? Yeah. We have. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Uh, yeah. Last week, matter of yeah. fact. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. yeah. I love him, man. He's he's a great dude. And good musician. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. He's, he's great. He just, he just finished his album. This, he had an album yep. come out this yeah. year. Yep. <laughs> That dude writes like 40 songs and then he's like, then he takes like 14 of them and does it out. I'm like, God damn, I do that. Yeah. It's a lot of songs. But uh, yeah, for for his company, I work about 30 hours a week. Um, I'm in the Oklahoma City office. The main office is in in Tulsa, but the Oklahoma City office is just me. Mm -hmm. Uh, Philip comes in about once a week and Mm -hmm. takes me out to lunch and, you know, just make sure I'm doing okay and stuff. But uh, I got the job from Casey Cobb. he, him and Philip have been uh, friends and also uh, that's one of his biggest customers. It is actually. Yeah. For Phillips. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, um, <clears throat> so Casey hooked that up for me, which was awesome because I needed a job and, and honestly I wanted to get out of the restaurant business cause I was in just like any, a lot of other musicians are in the service industry and stuff like that. And then, um, but yeah, it was, it was nice to get out of that for sure. And, yeah. I love the job, man. It's cool. And I, and I do like you guys, I've, I have a passion for it too, man. And it, and it's, and, uh, I mean, I wear a CPAP, mm-hmm. uh, but that's what we do is CPAP machines there. Yeah. Uh, Madison medical also, that they also do like oxygen tanks okay. and stuff like that too. But yeah. so what, what, um, had, did you know anything about the CPAP and other than being a user? Well, I wasn't a user you until, a user until started I started. Yeah. Okay. So you hadn't had a sleep test or anything until you, no. you started. I mean, working. I haven't had benefits my whole okay. life. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So <clears throat> until did you know now, anything so, yeah. about CPAPs or sleep apnea before you started working for I them? I had or? no idea. No idea about it. I, I didn't even know what it was at yeah. all. Uh, I knew my dad wore one mm-hmm. and, and he raved about it. He, Matter of fact, when he went to the hospital, the first thing he asked for before he asked for his clothes was a CPAP machine. And it's funny because he hangs out with all of us who worked for Phillips at the time. Yeah. And it's all of us t- had CPAPs yeah. and everything. And, yeah. and it's so funny how 
the circle, you know, but yeah. So yeah, well, it's crazy that the, like the sleep studies are doing now mm -hmm. the, they do the wrist one and yeah. then there's the uh, watch pat right there. Yeah. A lot of watch pat ones. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. It's crazy, man. The stuff they can so do. So your now. role specifically, um, in doing this, are you delivering? Are you, what, what, what is your role to the CPAP world and in Zellner's company? Well, recently it's, it's changed a little bit just because of yeah. things that happened. But, uh, okay. um, since that we we've kind of slowed down a lot mm -hmm. and uh so they've in order to for me to keep my job yep. i've been doing more like office work and stuff like that behind oh, the we're getting ready stuff. to keep you really busy by the way i got yeah. some good news for you with somnomed but we'll talk off nice. record there but yeah so um so yeah so man you're around the sleep world so you wear your cpap yeah yeah and it's huge if i don't wear yeah. it I, I definitely know so what was that like for you like when you started working for the company was it like hey let's let's get a sleep test and uh well it was it philip was more like he, he wanted me to he wouldn't be to wear one anyways just so i see i mean i you're not be able to do the setups so i do setups yep. okay. basically what i do yep. that's what i want to do uh, whenever they come in um do the setups in order to do the setup I need to experience it myself and try on all the mask, the nasal mask, the full face mask, all that stuff. So I did that. Uh, and, uh, because of my asthma and as bad as it is, I I'm a mouth breather for sure. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I wear a full face mask. It's pretty sexy. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, but you obviously realize the benefit and like your dad, obviously, you know, the, it's like the people who really get the benefit from yep. CPAP yeah, absolutely. are the people who will not leave home without. That's right. Like they'll yeah. wear it everywhere. They'll, they'll never miss a night with it mm -hmm. because they know like the next morning, you, right. you know, well, you for know. instance, this morning we woke up, we were out all night last night, hanging out, drinking and, mm -hmm. and honestly with wearing a CPAP machine, it, it makes my hangover a little less, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, cause obviously with whenever you're drinking, you're not really sleeping whenever yeah. you go to sleep drunk or whatever, but. I'm curious about your setups and I'm not putting you in an awkward position. I promise you, I'll always set you up for success. Obviously, Brandon and I are real big believers in oral devices as well, right? We, mm. we believe in CPAP and like Brandon said, for people who wear it religiously and they keep it on, it's great, great benefits. Yeah. When you're doing setups, do you see patients with like apprehension or like, I'm never going to wear it. You can set me up, but I'm, or are they all just, cause you're the first point I'm assuming, right? Mm -hmm. From the DME side that yeah. they'll come. Okay. And sometimes they see me before they even see the pulmonologist too. Yep. Uh, yep. Before they do that, they just do the sleep study or at home sleep study. Yep. So they don't even see them. Yep. And then they yeah. come in and do that. So are they, are they all gung ho or they I mean, talk to us? About it's a little bit of all of it. Honestly, there's, there's some people, some people come, I've had some people come in that are freaking out, scared. Yeah. Like they're real scared about it. Uh, oh yeah. And you got to kind of talk them down and, and just let them relax talk to them about regular stuff in life you know to kind of calm them down it's like whenever the roller coaster you're at the top of the roller coaster and it breaks down and they have to get you out of the roller coaster and walk you down the stairs they just talk to you the whole time so you don't freak out that's but a yeah, hell of an kinda, analogy yeah, right kinda, there i don't think well, that's actually happened I, I, mean, I, was, I was gonna ask <laughs> when i was a kid it was like why are they talking to me so much you know, this is on. cool yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, some people freak out, and then some people are like, um, like you get a lot of truck drivers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You get truck drivers that come in, and yep. they have to have DOT. their yep. they have to have their ninety day yep. uh, deal or whatever. Mm -hmm. So Compliant. I have to print that mm -hmm. off for them. Um, but a lot of those guys, they just wear it because they have to, you yeah. know. But they have to. But the thing is, and that's my main thing, and what I tell them, and and I believe it helps, is is I go. Well, I wear one that helps already, yeah. but then, uh, telling them that, uh, if you wear this in about a month, if you wear it for a month religiously mm -hmm. in about a month, I, you'll see the difference. Nice. And then you'll know whenever you forget to put on your mask one night and you wake up the next day, you're going to hate yourself. Wow. <laughs> you know, and that's yeah. whatever the, the difference is for sure. Now, so. do they come back to you for anything or are you just initial setup? Uh, Sometimes we do resupply. We do our own resupply okay. stuff. So we used to go through uh, a third party yep. on that, but we don't anymore. Just okay. to, well, okay. save some money too. Well, man, I know that we're we're talking about sleep, but yeah, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you about your songwriting, brother. Um, I love your songs. Thank um, you. I think what I love about yours is uh, I had a good friend of mine uh, come to the show uh, down in Seabrook, who had never seen any of my friends perform, and. Um, his name's Rob. 
and um, he's an old guitar playing uh, Leonard Skinner loving um, redneck who just retired from an amazing oil field company. And you spoke to him without even speaking to him with your music. And I think nice. the way you write, I'm, I'm very intrigued by. Um, we talk to all of our artists about the process. Mm -hmm. And everybody has their own, right? Yeah. How do you write? Uh, it's different. Every song has its own life kind of deals. Okay. And that's kind of way I look at it. Uh, and you never want to rush it. I know a lot of people do rush it. Mm -hmm. I think it's good to do, like, make yourself write a song, whether or not you're going to finish it or not. Oh, wow. But I think you should spend time on it every day kind of deal, which I'm not. I don't do that as much as I should. But mm -hmm. uh, my writing process, it's different sometimes. Like, a lot of people... Some people write lyrics and then they'll come back and do the music. Mm -hmm. Mine changes with every song, honestly. Really? Yeah. Um, let's see. The last one, I'll, I'll just give you an example. The last yeah. one I wrote. Please. Um, it was, I was just playing guitar. I think I was actually learning a cover song or something like that mm -hmm. uh, that I really like. And as I was learning it or something like that, then I started going into something else. <clears throat> and I liked what I was playing. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. And then immediately that melody comes in my head so the guitar and then i think most of the time the guitar then the melody and then i'd write lyrics on top of that really uh yeah so it's always that that's okay yeah and mostly the and i, I usually write the chorus or the hook as, as they right. say i usually write the the chorus is mm -hmm. lyrically that's what i write first most okay. of the time so when you do that are you actually physically writing it down or is it just it helps me to physically write it down okay but sometimes if, if i'm in my car or something like that right and something hits me, then I'll just put it in my notes or whatever. Yeah. On your uh, uh, iPhone. Yep. Yeah. That is so cool. Yeah. Put it in my notes. Uh, but writing it down for one helps you memorize it. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, but writing it down, there's just something about it. Cause that's how I started doing it a long time ago. So. If you don't mind, I'm going to have handsome Dan hand you your guitar. And uh, yeah. I want you to pick a tune out. Cool. Anyone you want and uh, tell us a little bit about it. And I, we're going to enjoy listening to you, brother. Am I using this mic or? No, he'll, okay, he'll, cool. get, he'll get you set up right here. So this song. Uh, Hold on, wait until he gets the mic out. I'll get the mic out. It's all right. We got it. What you need, Bubba? I went to this table. Okay. I always do. <laughs> I got it. Um, this song, This Life Chose Me, is the one. Uh -huh. Uh, yeah, it, it's my probably my favorite song. It's my favorite song you do, and the reason why it took like two years to write it. Um, but um, what it's about is is really important to me. As a matter of fact, my new album I got coming out next year is it's well. First of all, it's really sad most of it because I was really sad in 2020 and uh, when I was writing a lot of these songs because um, a lot of personal things happened in my life that weren't good. And um, so obviously writing about it's therapy. Um, so a lot of sad songs, but this one, this, this life shows me it's um, well, I'm 40 now and it's, I'm not getting any younger. And uh, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> so um, getting older like that, but, but still continuing to play and still write and still do my music like I am religiously. So um that's kind of what it's about and it's also about uh, giving yourself to someone yep um you know and giving them all that time that you gave them um but at the end of the day like there's a line that says before i leave this earth uh i just i want my music to be heard so mm -hmm. that's kind of what it's about so cool let's do it yeah There's a town in Oklahoma That I still call home After 20 years running We think that I'd be grown so sink down in my heart Write another song Well, I can't stop now Cause I've been going way too long Do I 
I wish I could give you what you deserve Big house and all the birds With that pond in East Texas All the acres that we earn <clears throat> What you don't see is what we could be We just took time to learn Let the past be the past Be the diamonds that we are Cause this life chose me but I chose you Gotta finish what I started Before I leave this earth for good Well, I know it takes time It can only get easier well, I made it this far Yeah, I'm in this life for good Guess I'm in this life for good Well, all those years together And all those years alone Will I finally figure out how to fly Just make this house my own Cause this life chose me But I chose you Gotta finish what I started Before I leave this earth for good Well, I know it takes time it can only get easier I made it this far Yeah, I'm in this life for good Cause I chose this life for good This life chose me but I chose you Gotta finish what I started Before I leave this earth for good Well, I know it takes time It can only get easier well, I made it this far Yeah, I'm in this life for good Cause I chose this life for good Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Oh man, you know, as a uh, <clears throat> as a person who's had you know heartache, um, tragedy in my life, yes, you have. probably the recent uh, five years. Um, that song has uh, meant so much to me. Uh, ben is one of the unique artists uh, that I have found um, in in the circle that we're talking about. That I'll always have him around. Like we go to Key West and we do the porch parties. Yeah. You're, you're my favorite, man. I just, because of the, it just seems like it, kind of what my friend Rob was saying. It's like you're, you're kind of speaking our story. You know, yeah. I, I just turned 48 today. I've been divorced, soon to be twice. Um, trying to be the best father I can be. Yeah. Uh, I've been laid off, you know, gotten new jobs. So, you know, I've made a ton of mistakes. And um, so it's funny when I, when I resonate to a song, when I relate to a song that someone writes, it's almost like I feel like I know that artist. So part of the reason I think our friendship is, Ben, is that you put your heart in everything in these songs mm -hmm. and you're just so vulnerable. And you're this big guy that puts it out there. Have you always been that? Yeah, so like, and I'll go back to my dad on that, honestly. So I, my dad was a pastor growing up, mm -hmm. so, uh, but also played music. And my dad is always, he's always preached, mm -hmm. be honest in everything mm -hmm. you do. Yeah. And, uh, and I think the honest songwriter, I think I'm an honest songwriter and, oh, yeah. um, kind of an open book too, you know? Oh, <laughs> yes, you are brother. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely an open book, but yeah, it's even in my songs for sure. Uh, and, and a lot of people, uh, that I've heard that, that write that sometimes they don't like that just because they don't want to be like that because they don't want anybody knowing too much about them right. or something like that. But I've always, um, well, I can't, I can't change who I am. Which is, that's one of my songs. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. No, I love that. Kind of just happened too. that way. But, uh, 
but yeah, being honest about it, I think is the, is the best way to do it. Because if you're not honest, I don't think you're going to be able to connect to anybody, man. You know, my, you know, my so. dad, we share that a passion, not that he was a pastor, but he's, you know, my hero to this day. He always said, Matthew, if you don't lie, you don't have to have a good memory. I went, yes, I'm dumb. So I could do that. <laughs> I don't have to remember things besides your father being, um, an inspiration and definitely a mentor. Who are some of your musical influences? Uh, my favorite artist besides my dad is, is James Taylor, for sure. Nice. I actually, before I played guitar, my senior year in high school, I uh, I wrote my senior research paper over James Taylor. Nice. And about his heroin addiction mm -hmm. and, uh, Fire and, and how, he, how he did it, how he came out of it yep. on Psych his own. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. and, uh, he was in a mental facility. It's a yeah. great story. Yeah, yeah. He, like he did it himself. He, he put himself in it. Nobody mm -hmm. did that. Like mm -hmm. there was no intervention or anything with yeah. him. Uh, he did that on his own. And uh, but yeah, James Taylor will always be uh, my favorite songwriter. Uh, no matter what. Yeah, I think he just will because he's in honest songwriting. The way he writes and stuff is just, I love it. So now you mentioned that song took two years to complete. Yeah, it's just pieces of it, uh, and it's kind of like uh, like I stain notes. I put it in my notes sometimes, mm -hmm. and I do that a lot. And I think a lot of I, I don't know if anybody else does this, but I'll just put one liners in the, in my notes all the time. Mm -hmm. So when I am writing a song, I'm like, oh yeah, I thought of something the other day that I'll <laughs> yeah. go back. So I'll go yeah. back to my notes. Yeah, and and so I'm maybe like, oh, that'll work. Yeah, that line will work in here. Yeah, so you so. might have lyrics that are coming to you, but mm -hmm. maybe they're not you don't know what song they're for yet and then they right. come back to you and, yeah, yeah. and you're like oh actually this goes in that song right and so then yeah. you okay so then yeah that, that song two years is the longest i think i've i've uh gone to to write a song but uh and then there's other songs that just come out like who i am the song i wrote uh that that was i wrote that in like 30 minutes yeah, i was, was gonna just, say what's the quickest song it just yeah. vomited it just out. out it was just it just came out just like it did and and i was like and a lot of like sometimes I'll go back and edit songs too, mm -hmm. uh, which I, I think I've, I've been starting to do that a little bit more. Um, I don't want to get too too much into the the I guess the craft of it, right? Because and I like the craft of it and and have the format the way it is and stuff like that. But but I think there's something to say for for just letting it be what it is, whatever oh, sure. it comes out. You know what I mean? Instead of going back and editing it all the time. You know, uh, and making it, you can make it better sometimes, but you can also ruin a song sometimes yeah. too if you go back that many times. I mean, so. I find it uh, refreshing uh, the, the group that we run in. I love hearing you guys sing because we're not doing covers, right? And mm -hmm. that's okay for people who do covers. That's great. But I love that it's usually original material that you guys are heartfelt about and that you, yeah, you play. Sure. That's where the passion You'd is. also said earlier what we said if we looked you up, there's probably some shows that you're not too, you know, or uh, videos that you're yeah. not too great about. <laughs> you too. Has there a song? Is there a song out there that you wish you had back before you released it? Before I released it, yeah. Uh, I love asking artists that. You mean like like, like if if I released a song and yep. then and then was like, damn, why did I do that? The, yeah. Or uh, okay, uh, it wasn't say, done yet. Yeah. Yeah. Like or it could have it could have taken two years, but man, I needed to get it out. Yeah. Or, so okay. uh, uh, the record that I. My uh, LP, I guess, is what it is, an EP, a seven-song EP I did mm -hmm. in 2018. Mm -hmm. um, I'm re-recording uh, two of the songs from that on a, my new record. And the reason why I'm doing it is because uh, it was so fresh. That song was so freshly written uh, that it was it, – there was some – it was written wrong. It was wrong, honestly, the way I recorded it the first time. So I'm like, to make myself feel better, I'm right. going to re-record that thing, and I'm going to do it the right way. That's time. awesome. So, are yeah, you, are it's... You, are uh, you not going to tell us what song it was? Cost of a Dream. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So okay. Cost of a Dream, the bridge on it. There's the bridge on it, and, there, and, and I waited too much. And I was not green, but I was kind of green when it comes to recording right. uh, then. And, and the way... Because I was too busy listening to the click, Mm -hmm. So I waited another beat on it, and every time I hear that song, it just bugs the shit yeah. out of me. <laughs> it, like every time, so uh, now I'm like, I swear I didn't know this yeah. about. Like it's so totally it bugs so, the yeah. shit out of me. And right. and the guy I wrote it, Blake Lankford, yeah. I wrote it with, oh, and uh, 
And it's funny because we, I recorded it, and that's the first thing he said. He goes, you did that bridge wrong. And I was like, I know. <laughs> I was like, but it's out. I was like, it's, yeah, there's nothing you can do about it other wow. than re-record it. So okay. we re-recorded it, and uh, it, it's uh, it's got the full band this time, too. Right. Uh, so it's it's going to sound. And I'm privy to stuff so. that, you know, these musicians send me stuff. You've sent yeah, me some sure. stuff that, you know. Um, uh, Dan, hand me the guitar. Um, what song, uh, I like what you were talking about. Uh, you talked about who I am, right? Uh-huh. Um, if, if I was to never have met you, and I'm wanting to listen to one of your songs. Which one would you pick? Besides the one we just heard that I love. But uh, that, that describes you. Describes your describe style me. of music. Describes who you are. Yeah. Yeah. You know, every artist has that song, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 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 Uh, who I Am is definitely one of them. Let's for do sure. Let's do, do that one. Yeah. yeah, Dan will get you hooked up. Me and Brandon are just going to continue drinking. Happy birthday, buddy. Thank yeah. you, buddy. And you're, uh, you're, you're recording over with, uh, your shirt is the White Lighters, the powerful um, Dwight. Um, Dwight Hamlin, yeah. And the studio is classing right behind us, yeah. this sign. Um, you're still recording over there, right? I am. Okay. I'll probably always record with Dwight. Oh, I blame you. Uh, I don't actually, blame you. <laughs> we write together, too. So there's right. a few songs that he's we co-written together on this album. This okay. New one. Um, that'll be on there. Actually, I'll play one today, too. Uh, but... Uh, this one, who I am, is is an older one. Yeah, I love this song. Uh, this is one I was saying that I wrote it pretty fast. It just kind of came out. So, so you said thirty minutes. I always wonder. Yeah, it's about thirty minutes. Handsome Dan actually knows what he's connecting or disconnecting down there. You think he knows? I don't, I don't know. He doing? just he just he <laughs> pushes he's just like buttons. He's down there pushing buttons. He has no idea. <laughs> Handsome Dan. That's right. Handsome Dan. I've been I've been watching all the podcasts. Thank you, yeah, thank you thank for that. You. Thank yeah. you, uh, Mark Brazard. I was I was excited to see that one. Yeah, he loves I've, Mark. Been a, I've been a fan. I was a fan first for sure with him. Uh, I used to do his song "Lonely Night in Georgia." Oh, that's yeah. a good one. Yeah, he's yeah. Me and CJ were talking about it earlier, yeah. but uh, yeah, he's uh, talking about one of the best voices I have ever heard in my life. We we were blessed uh, to Brizard for sure. We were blessed to have him on the show. <laughs> Your normal life is only in your head With your white picket fences With a lock on the gate so I can't get in Yeah, we did the best we could The best we could You're the first thing in the morning Last thing in the evening time I drink you like coffee Get high when you're on my mind Yeah, when you're on my mind But I can't change who I am I've tried everything I can But I put this old guitar away Then you let me slip away Well, I can't change who I am Well, time passes by now And I know I'm still on your mind Yeah, maybe not all of the time Well, when things are bad God knows they are I'm still thinking of you 
and everything that you put me through. But I can't change who I am. I've tried everything I can. But I put this old guitar away. Then you'll let me slip away. Well, I can't change who I am. Well, I'll never change who I am I'm tired of trying to do everything I can But I'll never put this old guitar away It'll never let me slip away Well, I'll never change who I am Yes Stink yeah, and it's yeah. awesome. Oh, yeah, I love, it. I love it. You know, Brandon and I are so fortunate to have. In fact, I think that's why Brandon has a podcast uh, and invites me to be on it um, <laughs> because we have music. We have front row seats yeah. to I such mean, you great know, music. It's been so incredible. Your your voice is very distinct, and it's it's just authentic and Thank it's you. true, yeah. and it's it's really cool to listen to. And uh, it's been so awesome to sit here. You know, I, I go to concerts all the time, once, yep. twice, three times a month at least. I'm, yep. I'm seeing live music somewhere, and I'm blessed to live in a town that yeah. has so much live music yeah, you ain't lying, that, yeah. that we get to do that and we get to see that. And we get to do a lot of these little shows or these little venues like where you guys are at and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. It's really cool. It's fun. But it'll never <laughs> even come close to sitting this close to somebody and getting to feel that yep. energy and that passion. Well, there's something about the unplugged part of it for sure yeah. that, that without the amps, without the, it's so cool. Yeah. It is so cool. Thanks for sharing that with no us. No problem. Yeah. yeah thank you. Awesome. Ben, where do you get the most fulfillment from your music? What part of the music, you know, oh, cause good you've got the songwriting it's on paper, you've got it's released and it's out there or, or is it on stage performing it and putting it out there? What's to you, what's the most fulfilling part of the music process? Um, so in, our, in the beginning, I think my, I think the best part that I enjoyed the most was the response I got from it. Mm -hmm. But as I've gotten mm. older and, and, um, uh, a little more weathered, I guess, but, uh, road hard and yeah. put up with, <laughs> you ain't lying. but, uh, now I think I think the best part of it for me is is the finishing product, man. Once I finish a song, it's just I mean, there's uh, there's some songs like I'm in the middle of writing. I got like eight unwritten songs right now that I'm working on uh, for for another album after this one. But uh, um, and they're just they're they're unfinished songs that I have to do. But there's something to say about whenever it's finished and you're completely satisfied with it. Mm -hmm it's it's emotional you know I'm sure and, uh, there's one song that i'm working on right now that uh is about uh it's hard to even say but my little boy yeah. uh and uh yeah and that one i can't finish because right i just start a breakdown yeah. start crying man it's yeah. it's but there's something to say and it's really powerful but i do know whenever i do finish that song right it's going to be probably the most fulfillment I've ever had, I think, in yeah. music. Because it's something I need to release. It's a release, right. for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, you have a son? Uh, yeah, he that was his uh, his stepdad or whatever for 10 years. But, yeah, I met him when he was six months old. Yeah. And then uh, spent 11 years with him. So, yep. Yeah. yeah. Cutie. He's a cutie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, no, I think even that, it's almost, you said this earlier, it's like therapy, right? Whenever you're writing and mm -hmm. kind of putting it out there. This one kind of sounds like I'm protecting it because it needs to be, it needs to be right. Like yeah. it, I can't just, so that's kind of uh, what I'm hearing you say about the song. Correct. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's funny how, how emotions are, are provoked like that. And I've noticed this and I don't know if it's a, uh, <laughs> my, my son tends to do this to me mm -hmm. and sure. my brother 
right. tends to do this to me. Yeah. Right. And, you know, I'll be driving down the street and there'll be some song on the radio that comes up and it'll make me think of my brother yeah. or something. My brother's active duty army and, yeah. you know, he was special forces, spent the better part of three years all over the world, you know, God knows doing what and where. And, um, my son's a, he's, he's a, a super cool kid, mm-hmm. but he's a challenging one <laughs> and he's, yeah. uh, he's in a special needs program at school and he's all that probably, kind of stuff. he's probably really intelligent. And he, oh man, he's beyond because the intelligent yeah. ones, especially yeah. the boys, I think oh, are Jesus, man, the hardest sometimes to handle. But, but yeah. you know, there'll be one line in a song somewhere and I'll just, I mean, all of a sudden I'm driving down the road and I'm just, I can't see anymore. And I'm mm-hmm. like, what's going on? Why are these waters in my eyes? Yeah. And, and like, it's, you know, yeah. I don't get that same, not, I, not that I, I love you, mom. <laughs> I cry about you too sometimes, but it seems like my, my brother is right. what really brings it out, and my son. That's cool. And, That's cool. Um, I don't know why, but anyways, yeah. No, I think um, you know there was a line that somebody Dan, you might help me out with this. It's uh, a memory is a melody, or you can find a memory in a melody. Oh, right. it's beautiful. I like and, that. And, yeah, yeah, that's no, cool. I don't remember, but I, I've heard that. Yeah, it's something like that, and and it's so. F- True. Like I'll mm-hmm. hear a song. Like when you play Hell Catch Them, you know I. I know exactly where I was when I heard. Yeah. Yeah. R.I.P. Uh, you know, small town Saturday. I, I remember where I was when I saw that video, and I had to listen to it on the radio. And again, here's this heavy metal dude that loved Pantera. Yeah. But I had to. But I, when you play it, because I've heard you play it before, it takes me back to the first freaking time. Yeah. You know, his story was so. He was just a awesome. songwriter, 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 and then boom. You know. But that's what it does. It it's a music. Brandon, you can bat me on this. It takes me places, right, to those memories. So that melody is always tied into that. And I can imagine, you know, the the artists that we have on here, like you, that create this stuff, and your vulnerability, and you're out there with it. It's just it's such a blessing for us then yeah. to tie it to our memories. Right. Did you say you prefer the Panthera? No, I said my favorite band is Pantera. I'm telling Lewis you like the Pantera. Pantera. I just like saying that word because it makes me sound like I have a lisp. Pantera. Pantera. You're Mike Tyson? No, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. Well, Mike Tyson, now is never going to be on our podcast. Yes, he will. Sure he will. And that was Handsome Dan who said I didn't say that, Mike. Man. 58 he's still iron mike i, I think That's he's I, I think he's mellowing out he's he's been licking a lot of uh dmt frogs lately so, so he's the been, frogs uh, yeah. he's doing the frog thing you've yeah. done the, have you done the frogs the frogs no yeah, yeah. so this no. isn't this uh this is the psychedelic frog kissing yes. Yes. psychedelic frog kissing dmt ayahuasca yeah. something I no don't but know it's, a it's, it's a frog thing it's a frog it's a total yeah, frog yeah. thing yeah yeah, yeah. so That's supposedly wild. the frogs it's like a psychedelic experience that makes you um hallucinate yeah, but in a different way. Right. So right. My, one of my goals for our podcast is that. Sounds like I'm, a good time to Well, me. I'm trying to have yeah. this one person on, <laughs> and I won't say the name, but I've been begging her to come on because she does ayahuasca. And she's like told me where to go and how to do it correctly and all that. And I. Have you done it? You haven't done I it? I want to. No, I have not done ayahuasca. Yeah. Where is she at? She lives in the United States of America. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's it's becoming big in LA right now. Yeah. Right. But they go actually go down to uh, Puerto Rico. Oh, okay. yeah. Puerto Rico has a really nice place. They took over a Hilton. They have like a like a shaman this. or something. Yeah, when when did you first hear about thing. ayahuasca? Uh, two thousand nine. Okay. Two thousand. I used to. Uh, I was kind of a hippie myself. Dan, you'll appreciate this. Um, I uh, got my undergrad degree um, in nineteen ninety seven, and was just kind of wondering what I was going to do with my life. And I became a therapist out at a wilderness camp in Hawkins, Texas. Yeah. We took first time offenders, uh, it's salesmanship club youth camp and the United way. We took first time offenders that were under the age of 16, put them out in the woods five days a week, 24 hours a day, no electricity. That's crazy. And reality-based therapy. Now it's that. called solution focused therapy. Yeah. Did 18 months out there. And so all these friendships that I had from that were these, uh, just amazing people talk about selfless. Right. Yeah. And so I've kept in touch with them my whole life and uh, were the rest of after I met them. And, um, so yeah, they, they've oh, talked yeah. about yeah. it all the time and they would try to tell me to do it. I was like, no, I can't do it, you know, <laughs> and I'm scared to do it. And, um, so yeah, probably, yeah, I think it's, yeah, it's probably 2006. I don't think I heard about it until 2014. 
Yeah. Well, you weren't born until 2012. I'm a 93 baby, man. I'm a 93 baby. God, 93 baby. Um, Well, listen, man, I want to do one more song. When I say I do, I mean, you want you to play me one more song. (laughs) Play us one more song. Um, What do you feel like playing? I know you sent me three songs, so I'm just kind of setting it on. Yeah, we've only done one of the three songs. That's it. Yeah. That's, oh, that's true. And we just went. I don't, that's how I do it, man. Man, that's yeah. I love it. So you, I've never to, had a set list in my life. So I didn't, I whoa, didn't do set lists, really? Yeah. Like you don't? No, because I like to I like to read the crowd, and I think it's just better that way instead of just sticking to. That's cool, what man. You have. I do have a list of my songs. I like yeah. to have a list of my songs because believe it or not, you do forget like. Once you have so many songs, uh, yeah. you forget. You forget. Oh wow! How big's that list gotten now? How many songs you got? Uh, you got yeah. I mean, it's it's. There's a lot of. I don't know. I don't know how many. There is. There's <laughs> yeah. a lot. But Look how honest you are. There's. I don't know. I don't know. That I've recorded, not that many, but uh, yeah. There's yeah. a lot of lot of definitely a lot yeah. of originals out there for sure. That I've. You written. ever think you'll just put the list up somewhere and grab a dart? <laughs> right. Just, just throw it. Whatever it hits. Whatever it hits. Closest right. one. That's your next song. Right. Yeah. That'd That's just not a bad idea. That's actually <laughs> a really good idea. That'd be a hell of a show. That'd be a right. hell of a show. Well, There's a lot of shitty songs in there. Why is he throwing a dart between You got to write a lot of shitty songs to get to get to the good ones. Yeah, obviously. All right, grab that guitar, brother. Let's do this. Let's do another song and we'll get you out of here. This has been the best birthday I could have ever had. So, Dr. Brand, I really appreciate you, man. Handsome Dan, thank you. And, of course, the very talented... Benjamin Brock. So this song, uh, this is one of the songs I was telling you about that um, me and Dwight Hamlin wrote together. Uh, this was uh, this song's about his ex-wife, um, and uh, it's funny because she disappeared for like four days or some shit. He's gonna kill me. I already know it already. This is awesome though. I love it. So uh, she was gone for like four days, and he was freaking out. You know, he's like, I mean, it was on the, they're on their, they were on the outs already. And, um, anyways, she shows up in the middle of us writing this song. Um, and we're almost done with it. And like, she, we're playing it and she, we get done playing it. And she's like, man, that's really good. I like that guys or whatever. But it's, it's funny because she had no idea it was about her. So, <laughs> I mean, it's not like talking shit on her or anything like that, but it's just, <laughs> But anyways, it's called Nothing's Wrong. So, and uh, two year or a year later after that is when all my world went to a complete shit. Yeah. And it was kind of the same situation. <laughs> so it, this song even ended up being even more important to me. So uh, I decided I'm going to put that on the record. Let's and, do it. Uh, this will be on, uh, Dwight's version will be on the next White Lighters record Damn. too. So um, here we go. It's called Nothing's Wrong. Mind keeps racing, going not enough. Look in your eyes, says you're hiding something. Whatever it is, come out in the open, just let it out. Can't be healthy, keeping it all in. God in your heart like a year old sin. Around and around and around we go again. So why don't we find if there's nothing wrong Keep searching for things that are better left alone With the same old line Same old song Still you say there's nothing wrong Is this real or false intuition? I don't know why my fucking head keeps spinning. Give me a sign, tell me something. That's all I ask. Every day this wall between us drives this wedge deeper and deeper into my soul to the point where I don't know. So why don't you find if there's nothing wrong Keep searching for things that are better left alone 
with the same old line, same old song. Still you say, still you say there's nothing wrong, nothing wrong. So why don't we fight if there's nothing wrong? Keep searching for things that are better left alone. With the same old line, same old song. Still you say, still you say there's nothing wrong. Nothing wrong, yeah, nothing wrong, oh, nothing wrong. Woo! Nothing wrong. Hey, brother. Uh, yeah. Thank Cheers, you. Uh, Thanks, thank you for sleeping you around with Dr. Brandon and Matthew. Yeah, on appreciate my birthday. you. Thanks, brother. Hey, I love you. Love you, man. Happy birthday. Thank you. Happy, happy birthday. Mm -hmm. Yeah, me and you should write a song. That you don't put this on. Do we? Me and you should write a song. Keep it rolling. Oh, shit. Mm. Keep it rolling. He, <laughs> he loves it. He loves it. He does. He put his mic down. And the moon is high. We'll be chasing stars to the morning light. Come on, fly with me. Yeah. I just want to say Mike Tyson, I'm... <laughs> just, just kidding. Just kidding. But hey, I don't want any of this what I just said. Yeah.